Hi, my name is Chris Polad. I'm a pediatrician at an academic institution. And I happen to be a Bible nerd, child of divorce, and soon-to-be author. I created Little Pieces Club Ministries around the idea that when our hearts break, God can still make works of art from the broken pieces. I run small groups for children and teens and consult with and support parents. I also give lectures and seminars upon request. Our content centers around the science of adversity, abuse, and neglect, that is, ACE science, and how biblical design patterns harmonize with it. Along the way, I discovered that Jesus' story, wrapped in the design patterns of the Good Shepherd and the Tree of Life, help us process, grieve, forgive, and reintegrate our souls after trauma. And this helps us grow strong in solitude and community, leading us to love God, self, and others which is what the greatest commandments or greatest blessings are all about. This podcast is geared to help parents understand their children's point of view and to be a good shepherd and tree of life through the hard times. You can follow the ministry on social media in several different areas. Uh, On Instagram, we are at LPC Ministries. On Twitter, we are at Club Pieces. And on TikTok, we are at Little Pieces Club. In the YouTube video of this podcast, you will see QR codes for our Facebook group and our YouTube content. I love getting questions and comments, so now let's get into this week's episode. Our at-home format for small groups, for those of you um, trying to support small groups, um, starts with a fun and relaxing 15 to 20 minutes. Next time is followed by a snack or basically a meal time. Uh, where we go over prayers in a style that is very much like uh, examine of conscience. And then we go into the video lesson part of the application, uh, following, uh, followed by a prayer to close the video and a fun and relaxing activity again for 15 to 20 minutes. So right now we're just looking at a slide Uh, as I'm going through the presentation that reminds us to do something fun for 15 to 20 minutes. Hopefully it does not involve a screen, although if you are having um, good fun, good clean fun with someone else, uh, the screen time is okay. And then just remember to set a timer so you come back. A little bit of wisdom about why we set up small groups this way is we are actually trying to demonstrate the concept of Sabbath keeping. And we'll get more and more into that as we go, but it is a time um, to regularly set aside work, and that can mean a variety of different things, to simply rest and delight in the gifts that God has given us. So now we're welcoming people back from their fun time, and you will need journals, prayer template, um, and then um, uh, go ahead and continue with the next um, activity. So now we're going into snack and prayer time or journaling, depending upon uh, the age group. Uh, The older kids, I tend to encourage them to keep a journal uh, while we have activity sheets for the kids. So what you're looking at on the screen is our prayer template where we look over the the week and we just ask kids to connect with the time that they have uh, felt uh, joyful and happy. Um, They have had a good amount of fun uh, and then invited them to bring forward their um, 
negative emotions like disgust, anger, sadness, and fear. And when we go through those, we also want to ask, did God feel close or did he feel far at those particular times? And this is reflective of a very ancient process called examine of conscience. And what it does is it just helps reintegrate our souls. When we get a little far from God, um, we can realize that that's okay, and we just simply invite him to come back. So if those of you are leading a small group session and you um, are doing this, that's the basic idea. And what we always want to do is present ourselves as very warm and welcoming, no matter what kids are feeling at a, a given time. And they may even try to provoke anger out of us. And so we just want to be aware and ready uh, to respond with patience and kindness. We are now moving on to Ask Me and Ask Each Other, which is uh, our time in small group where the kids uh, can ask any question of the small group leader about growing up in a divorced family. And this is the time uh, that's very valuable in your um, ability to write down things specifically to pray for for each kid and also send me questions that I can then put out in um, future content that uh, helps everyone know um, how to answer uh, questions like that. This week's Dive Deeper Ask Me, Ask Each Other question is, have the group share their favorite vacation memory. And it's just a time to get to know one another and have some conversation. This week's episode is part seven of our private Christian journey. We had a bonus supplemental uh, episode last week, so we're back on our normal um, uh, plan. And this is on Lectio Divina, or Sacred Reading. It is chapter three from the Sacred Rhythms book from Ruth Haley Barton, uh, one that we are working into our private Christian journey. And just as a brief reminder... We um, divide our uh, spiritual transformation into two sections, which is that done in solitude and that done in community. So in solitude, we remember that we seek, find, and accept the wisdom and love that God is offering us through Jesus's story. And then in community, we give that to others. And then we remember that one of our Tree of Life logos or drawings um, reminds us that the roots begin life by living by feel. Then we learn to embrace our choices. And then finally, we are given the choice to choose loyalty to Christ and find his living water, which then allows the branches of the tree uh, to come alive with flowers and fruit. And it becomes a wonderful metaphor that we can meditate on pretty much our entire life. And to remind us of our journey so far, we realize that we can choose to seek to know God and be willing to accept his free gifts and can choose to ask him for help. And today's elephant assessment test, as we uh, contemplate all those things that imply that we are becoming safe 
with the concept of God. And so when it comes to um, engaging with him, there is one particular tool that he has given us above all others that help us get to know him, and that is reading the Bible. So today's focus is on a particular type of reading of the Bible. And so for the elephant assessment test that we're leading the kids through, it is, does reading the Bible feel like a textbook, like you're in school, or does it feel like a love letter from God? And so today, hopefully, we are going to see at least how uh, reading certain scriptures can be like decoding a love letter from God. So we go through a couple of slides where we acknowledge the fact that oftentimes the Bible is very difficult to understand and hard to read. So a lot of people feel like it's reading a textbook. And so we can pause the small group and ask the community question, how do you feel having to learn from a textbook? And uh, probably the word that is going to come out is, it's pretty boring. So we try to pivot the kids to another mindset. And that is, what if there was another way to read the Bible? One where it was like reading a love letter. And so if God meant for us to see the Bible as a love letter, how does it feel to read a love letter? And this is a discussion question, so feel free to discuss among the group. What feelings and thoughts come to mind? And what if I told you that there is a way to read the Bible that is meant to be experienced like this, where you get to feel God's love for you and hear messages like he's speaking to you through the words of the Bible? But we have to understand a certain um, truth about life and learning before we can get to this point. And so we're going to go through a couple of pictures where we see a toddler who is on all fours. And then next thing that we see is that uh, another toddler who is now walking. But between each stage, between crawling and walking and running, we see the face of a monkey that reminds us that sometimes things feel pretty awkward. But it's just a, a opportunity for us to remind the kids that if we hang in there and keep trying, eventually it feels like dancing. And we see a couple dancing in a beautiful setting. And that's honestly the feeling that God is going for when he has given us the Bible. We're going to apply that to reading the Bible. And so we can give it a try here. So we see a verse from Exodus 14. Moses answered the people, do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians see you today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you, you need only to be still. So one of the things that we do is we will hear a particular passage that God has brought to us today. And so we'll just focus on this one because it's coming through the podcast. So think about one, I wonder why God picked this one. And then respond to that. What should I do about it? Should I be comforted? Should I be happy? And there are usually two ways people respond. They're either positive and drawn in or challenged and unsure. And so God might be trying to remind you 
that you really have nothing to fear. It's his gift to you, and you might feel like these people. But even if God is challenging you, he's the creator of the universe who is all loving. So don't you think it can be a safe opportunity for you to think about things? What we're going to focus on in this verse is the um, is the verse to do not be afraid. And as you watch the video, you can see that do not be afraid is coming out. So with all of those different things, um, questions that I just asked, we want to ask ourselves today, what might God be sharing with you to say, do not be afraid? And we can, many of us deal with anxiety. So it's a pretty universal message. And then we can think about what maybe we are afraid of and um, go from there. So the, now we're looking at two people um, who are very happy that they should uh, get a message from God uh, that they are happy to receive. And that is, God is just trying to tell them not to be afraid. And hopefully this is a uh, feeling or a, a moment with God where we can be very close. And then we can think about the do not be afraid again, but some of us might have a different type of response than a nice, happy, positive one. And so we might realize that we're not ready to take the gift. And maybe he's pointing out to us that we do have a lot of fear. And we just have to keep remembering that God the Father loves us even when we can't accept his gift. And what he's doing is providing us a gentle challenge for us to dig deeper into why we are afraid. And so it's okay to use this time to tell him how you feel. So what we're looking at is a very serious looking cat who is pushing back on God and thinking, no, I don't think so, God, and I'm going to need some time and help to accept this message. And there might even be some uh, deep-seated anger or uh, something that we have against God that could make this message um, not be so easily accepted. So oftentimes, we can uh, begin to deal with those feelings as well. And next, the next slide that we're looking at is a mother um, cuddling a upset child in her bosom or on her chest in the current vernacular. But um, what we see here is the basic idea that this is what God is hoping uh, for a relationship with him. And that is we are trying to form a secure attachment with him. And this is, we might, it might be hard for us because our attachment from early on might be quite insecure and it might take us some time to learn it. But I think it's important and valuable just to know that this is exactly what God is asking for us. So now that we have the basics, let's learn the entire dance. And so we're going to slowly go through the Lectio Divina or sacred reading process together. And remember that this is supposed to be a dance. This is a dance that we are having with God, one that is enjoyable and intimate and um, prompted by our solitude. So the first step is to prepare ourselves in silence. So find your solitude place. And remember, we built in our minds a place that we can go to meet with God. 
And so step one of the Lectio process is returning to that um, place and invite um, God to speak to you, be quiet and just breathe. And one of the things the author, uh, Ruth Haley Barton, likes to say is, speak for your servant is listening. But other things work too. I am here, God. What do you want me to hear today? So the next movement is to read or to listen. What message does God want you to hear? And so what we are going to read is from Mark 6.50. And so uh, that verse is this. And what you're trying to do is just listen. Uh, Just listen and we'll take the next step after that. So seeing him or seeing Jesus was terrifying to all of them. Just then he spoke to them, be encouraged, it's me, don't be afraid. So the second movement is reflect. What part of this verse stuck out to you? And for the sake of discussion, it's going to be, don't be afraid. So the next question that we're supposed to ponder as we read the same passage again is why is this message important for me today? So we'll read it again. Seeing him was terrifying to all of them. Just then he spoke to them. Be encouraged, it's me. Don't be afraid. So the next movement is responding. What are you going to do? What is your response to the scripture that is telling you to not be afraid? In this setting, not be afraid of Jesus. Can we easily accept this message with, Um, happiness and joy in our hearts? Or does it bring about some feelings of unease? And so one response could be, thank you for giving me this wonderful message that fits very well with my heart. But the other one might be, God, I need some help. Please be with me as I try to be less afraid. Either way, um, the idea is intimacy with God and not being afraid that your feelings might be negative or um, uh, not happy or joyful. So next we're going to go through the fourth move, and that is rest. And in this one, lean into God regardless of your response, safe in knowing he loves you. And this is an exercise in bringing to consciousness your own feelings so that we can rest in his arms like we're having an intimate conversation. So think of that as I read it the fourth time. So seeing him was terrifying to all of them. Just then he spoke to them. Be encouraged. It's me. Don't be afraid. And then finally, we live out the word of God as we move forward. So keep the word or phrase with you for the next few days. And if you can't, and if you need to practice that, that's okay. So think about maybe for a few minutes after the Lectio process, what you can do to apply this, um, this word or phrase to your life over the next few days. And just remember the intimacy that God is allowing you uh, for this process. So um, I hope uh, this describes uh, the Lectio process for you so that you can um, uh, teach it to uh, anyone that you're discipling or working with either in small group or if you're discipling yourself. Um, So join us with this prayer, but please have my thanks for spending time with us. And uh, I just hope that you're getting 
uh, good information out that's helping you transform so that you can help others transform with God's help. So here's our closing prayer. Abba Father, we thank you for being a personal God who wrote us the best love letter we can imagine. It builds us up, helps us grow, and reassures us of of your love and your character. As we took the first awkward steps in sacred reading or Lectio Divina of the Bible today, help remind us that even though we may stumble when we dance or walk or run, you are always with us to catch us and remind us how much we matter to you. We look forward to spending more time with you as we grow. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Have a blessed week until um, our next episode. Take care.